Most would consider the U.S. and the U.K. friendly nations, but little do those people know, the two superpowers have a fraught past. In 1955, both countries were seniors in high school. Both wanted to take head cheerleader Susie Fitzgerald to the annual harvest dance. They decided to settle the dispute with a drag race through Devil's Canyon Mountain, a route as deadly as it was confusingly named. The cops broke up the race before the checkered flag dropped, and everyone went to the dance stag. Or, in British English, the Rosers busted up the Barney and everyone went from sixth-form disco biddy-no-mates. <laughs> Something. Oh, good grief. <laughs> We're settling this dormant dispute here today with a much less dangerous pop culture contest involving comedians. This is International Waters. This episode of International Waters brought to you by our friends at IFC, presenting the new television program Marin, a situation comedy show featuring our friend Mark Marin trying to learn to relate to other human beings um, in a comical type context as he hosts his popular podcast, WTF. Also, he has cats. Guest stars Judd Hirsch. Uh, Gina Gershon, Aubrey Plaza, many more, Fridays at 10 on IFC. It's International Waters. I'm your host, Jesse Thorne. And in order to remain neutral in this contest of nations, I'll be moderating today's quiz from aboard my luxury recording yacht, which is actually currently adrift in a river of magma deep within the center of the Earth. So if you listen closely, you can actually hear the savage, blind mole people who right now are rehearsing for the Earth's Core Barbershop Quartet Contest. Let's introduce our players, playing for the nation whose women can make up for the discrepancy in their pay by taking advantage of ladies' night drink specials at participating O'Hannigan sports bars, it's stand-up comedian and host of our sister Max Fun podcast, Wham Bam Pow, Ms. Cameron Esposito. Hi, Cameron. How are you? That was a great intro. Thank you. You, you nailed all the points along the way. Sure. The value of uh, ladies' drink night specials, also right. Wham Bam Pow as sure. a podcast, plus you referenced that I'm a comic. Yeah. I felt very warm and welcome, you're, so thank you. You're a lady with a romantic interest in ladies. At uh, Watering Holes, four ladies with romantic interests in ladies oh, are their ladies' it. nights. Oh, well, I don't even go to those establishments. Too many options. I like to keep it. <laughs> you like to narrow the field. <laughs> Actually, I'll say that generally women that go to those types of establishments, they just wear too many tank tops and scarves for me. Right. I'm more of like a, I'm, I, you know, go wherever the mullets are. Okay. Like, like more mullets, less... Like mullets on men and women, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like sure. a like kind of a like a hip like a hip mullet sort of a like place. A, you're looking for a hip mullet. I'm looking for a mullet on somebody's hip. I'm looking for a hip <laughs> mullet. I just want to be clear. Like you're not looking for a sort of blue collar. We all just we we all you know it's nighttime, so we go from the feed store to the watering hole type situation. No, uh, my my co-host on Wham Bam Pow, uh, who was also a lady who dates ladies, uh, Rhea Butcher. The lady who dates you specifically. The lady who dates me specifically. Uh, we call them uh, haircuts. Like uh-huh. that as a person. Like that's what we're looking. We're looking for you know haircuts. I mean, you you have a really shorn look yeah. on your head, but it's still a haircut. You know, like it's yeah. a. So we're saying, you know, where are the haircuts tonight? That's what we'll get. Was it difficult for you when you, you were famous for your side mullet, a mm-hmm. distinctive hairstyle. Was it difficult for you to find someone to maintain the side mullet <laughs> here in Los Angeles when you moved here from the great city of Actually, Chicago? you can't believe how spot on that question is. I had to look uh, far and wide. Finally, just recently got a cut by a gentleman who I swear to God is named Pony. 
<laughs> I had to go to a gentleman named Pony. He nailed the shit out of it. My hair looks great. But... I, w- I want to be clear that I made that noise because I was preventing a spit take. <laughs> this man that named wasn't Pony. Your, that wasn't your Pony impression? My, my barber retired, and now here in uh, in the Westlake district of Los Angeles, I go around the corner to a, uh, a Mexican-American and Central American uh, barber shop where I will... I, I have never seen a white person in there other than myself. They do a fine job cutting my hair. $10 out the door. You know, when I called this place to make an appointment with Pony, who is like a trans guy with lots of neck tattoos, like just the perfect person to cut my hair. Sure. When I made the appointment, they said on the phone, they were like, is your hair above or below your shoulders? And I said, both. And then they said, that sounds great. We'll see you at three. So that's how I knew I was going to the right place when they were not thrown off at all by the both. I like that. I like to hear that Pony is a trans guy. That means that he picked Pony. He chose that name. Uh, Yeah. You know, his birth name was Sarah or whatever. And when he decided he wanted a man's name, he looked through. He's like, Frank, no, Tom, no, Pony, Pony. Doesn't that make him like the most awesome person? I agree. Sure does. Okay. Uh, also representing the nation that made a grievous error when it assumed that people gave a shit about a Lone Ranger movie. It's a comedy writer and performer from Human Giant and the TV show Children's Hospital, Mr. Rob Hubel. Uh, Welcome back to the program, Rob. I've been holding my breath the whole time. Where do you get your haircut, Rob? Am I not supposed to talk until you introduce me? Because that whole time you guys were talking, I was holding my breath. (laughs) Because I didn't know. You definitely. I don't know. I don't want to chime in. For you to talk before you've been introduced. Right, you're not supposed it's to. It's not necessary to hold your breath, though. Well, you can't breathe to. normally. I had to hold my breath. I hope our UK contestants aren't holding their breath right now. I haven't introduced them. I may not introduce them for literally Humphrey's 90, dead. 120 he seconds. Does not have oh, no. dead. I'm sorry. We, we've are, murdered Humphrey Carr. They're already dead. Um, Rob Hubel, how are you doing? I, I feel like you um, you have a Los Angeles lifestyle. You live here in Hollywood. You're a very handsome man, I would say. Probably a little too handsome to be a comedian. I wish that that were true. Do you have the... But you're also... You're also... Occupy a space in between not famous and very famous. Not famous. Closer to not famous. You've been on... You've had your own television program on MTV. Sure. Um, you've appeared on many other television programs. Sure. Yep. Um, so... But at the same time, you people know. don't know who I am. No, there, I was, uh, and and that's fine. I, I don't, I don't expect people to know who I am. But the only thing that is um, slightly annoying, if I ever meet you, right? Don't say like yesterday. I was in line at uh, Tender Greens, which is a delicious salad place. Oh man, sounds good. Those really greens are great. tender. Can, I mean, what can you get there? Fucking, Arugula, mescaline. Oh. Buddy, you can get both of them. Mescaline. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. That's a green, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the green, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. green mescaline. Yeah. And and uh, I was between, somehow I got between these two friends. I don't know how I somehow, you know, they were taking too long, so I got in between them. And I'm waiting in line, and this uh, girl turns to me and she goes, you look really familiar. And um, <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's a n- totally nice uh, way to say, like, I think I know you, but I don't know how I know you. Um, but then it kind of kept going and kept and like I don't know I've made the mistake of saying in the past I've said like oh I'm an actor you probably know me and then the person goes no I went to high school with you and the, you know and then I feel like and it, it really was someone that I went to high school with so I felt like a, just a big jerk so yesterday this woman goes you like really familiar and I was like oh yeah you know I, people say that and then she's like are you an actor and I go yeah and she's like. What have you been in? And I literally, I, I, I don't know why. It just caught me the wrong way. And, I, and I, I like put my tender greens down and I said, do you really want me to go down my whole resume? You want me to do that? And she was like, yeah, what have you been at? <laughs> and so I just started she like. She called your bluff. Yeah. You so both. I just like, I pulled up my IMDb on my phone. I was just going to yeah. ask. And That's I was the, like, here like you go. the easiest way. Blip, blip, blip. And I just started naming things. And this all makes me sound like a jerk, but I guess that's the point of the story. I mean, to be thing. fair, you are a jerk. Well, then I took her salad and I jammed it in her throat. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you enjoy your salad. <laughs> yeah. And you were looking out for her health. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was. You know, I don't think that makes you sound like a jerk. I do think that it is a it's a jerky move when you do that to your family. You know, like when your family calls yes. you and you're like, Rob, how are you? And you're like, you might know me from my films. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Well, I can't you know, help yeah, if my, par- my parents are like, what have you been in? And yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, really? <laughs> you, literally, Mom. I was yeah, in you. I was in you. <laughs> okay, let's introduce our UK contestants. Uh, over in London, playing for the nation that binge drinks when it's trying to forget that it invented Morris dancing, an award-winning character and sketch comedian who's recently been out taping a pilot for American television, Mr. Humphrey Carr. Hello, Humphrey. How are you? Welcome I'm back to Jesse. the show. I'm very well. Thanks for having me back. I, it's a, well, you were delightful last time, and I saw you in a delightful video with our Max Fun compatriot, Aaron Gibson, that you made for uh, Funny or Die. Yes, true. That is true. How did you, how did you like how did you like America? Are you interested in American things? <laughs> Very much um, so. Yes, I'm, I'm I'm a bit of an Americanophile, really. Really? Uh, if you will. What's an example? Because a, a, a an Anglophile probably watches in here in the United States probably watches a lot of Prime Suspect. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um and all creatures great and small. I guess the, uh, those are the two. If you like cavities. Those are the big yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah. Those are your shows. Those are the backbone of the British television industry. I like, uh, what do I watch that's quintessentially American? I like uh, Duck Dynasty. That's fun. <laughs> oh, wow. Some of our best. We yeah. prefer not to think of that yeah. as quintessentially American. <laughs> but that's number one. We appreciate one. that. What about, like, do you like apple pie? Do you like baseball? I love the do baseball. You... Really? Genuinely, oh. yeah. I really How do, do you like even it. know the rules of baseball, Humphrey? Uh, do I know the rules? Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can tell the difference between a bulk and a bunt, Jesse. I think... Uh... I think that answer in and of itself. If you can't tell the difference between a bulk and a bunt, I can. those are two very, very distinctive baseball activities. Yeah, but they, they're alliterative, which is why I picked them out. Um, that was what, my... what's, your favorite, what's your favorite baseball team, Humphrey? Uh, the Boston Red Sox. I should why probably say the, Boston the 2007 Red Boston Red Sox team. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just a big Kevin Millar fan. Oh, my God. I love his big face. And the way, <laughs> and the way he Humphrey strikes Carr a baseball. Really does like, he really does like a 2007 Boston Red Sox. <laughs> well, Kevin Millar was actually the 2004 Boston Red Sox. He left okay. and gone to the Orioles by 2007. Oh, my okay. God. This guy knows baseball. Yeah, you're into it. Yeah. Tim Wakefield? Oh, was Red Wakefield still around yeah, Tim 2007? Wakefield? He was still going in 2007. You like a good knuckleball. Is there, an, is, there a, is there a cricket equivalent of the knuckleball? There is. The googly. Oh, this googly sounds good. <laughs> oh, you you better believe it's good, son. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the the googly is uh, is basically when you it's a okay. There are two types of bowlers in in cricket. I'll keep this real short. Pace yeah. bowlers who bowl very fast. They're like they they throw fast balls essentially every time. They really vary very much. Or spinners who are like knuckleballers who when they make when the ball bounces. Uh, it turns in crazy directions off off the pitch. And the people that bowl googlies. Uh, the the best uh, googly bowler in the world <laughs> was or probably still I, don't, I think he's retired now. Mattia Muralitharan, who is a, a Sri Lankan, he bowled googlies all the time. So basically, it spins one way. So the batsman sees it spinning and thinks, oh, it'll bounce to the right. But even though it's spinning that way, it kind of comes back the other way. It's very oh, tricksy. Man. It just goes wow. to show you you can't trust the Sri Lankans. We oh my should God, change. Why isn't anyone doing a podcast about cricket? Like just now, just hearing that, I was like, "Oh, this should be a podcast." Like, well, absolutely. Google, the chat, yeah, the terminology Carter. alone. Well, if it and if it's not a podcast, I'd also suggest that Humphrey. I don't know if you're betting anybody, but I feel like you because you threw me off early because you said the baseball. Oh yeah, um, which most people just say baseball. So I feel like it was kind of a red herring because I was thinking like, oh, the baseball. You know, this guy know. doesn't know his shit. Yeah. And then you're like, specifically the 2007 Boston <laughs> Red Sox with that large-faced guy. My point is, lay some bets down and then serve it to the serve it to the people. Make some extra pounds. Huh? Yeah, maybe I maybe, maybe a I should extra do pounds? that. I think I I Humphrey. Hi. I think. I think this is. <laughs> Hello. I think this is. I think this is your ticket to riches. Screw this American television pilot business. <laughs> I think the real money is in a is in a podcast about the crickets and the baseballs. Crickets <laughs> and the baseballs and the baskets balls. I don't really like basketball. I'm afraid. Sorry, America. Can't really get into it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. basketballs for jerks. Oh, thank God, someone else said it. I thought yeah. it was just me. <laughs> Didn't you play it a bit when you were younger? 
I should have done. I'm should very have done. tall. Very tall. I'm very tall. I was a goalkeeper in netball for ages until my lack of talent was revealed. I netball just used to is smash not a the real balls sport. on smaller girls' heads. <laughs> You've made this up. What is netball? Well, now, they, hold on. Let me introduce. Basketball. Let me introduce. I'm sorry. Our, I couldn't other... stay quiet any longer. I've been doodling quietly in a corner like the bad kid, but I had to talk. <laughs> Also playing for the country whose national flavor is plain, a stand-up <laughs> and sketch comedian who wrote a shit? very funny book about moving back home with her parents, uh, Nat Lurzuma. Hi, Nat. How are you? Hi, uh, I'm fine, thank you. Fine. Thank you for having um, me on. What have you when did you move back with your parents? How old were you when you moved back with your parents? I was 28, um, and people think I'm still living with my parents, but uh, they also think I'm still 28, so I just nod. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure, yeah. Matt, I I have I have one child, um, and I have uh, an, I have a, and my wife has a bun in the oven. And, what does that mean? Uh, she's, she's cooking baking to feed buns. baking. Yeah, she's baking she's hot cross, cross buns. Yeah. Have you ever heard the song "Hot Cross Buns"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Great. Um, and uh, I am concerned that when they're twenty-eight, they may move back in with me. Yeah, um, they, do they you really have, might. Do you have any tips or recommendations on how to make my home unhospitable to them? Perhaps it's called through witness some sort relocation scheme. <laughs> um, I believe my parents were eyeing it up as month three home interview when I was still living at home <laughs> and eating cereal with my hands like some sort of animal. Um, <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Cereal plain or with milk? Good. Were you milking? Were you pouring milk on the cereal before you ate it with your hands? <sighs> on fancy days, but I mean, who who's got the energy the rest of the time? High days and holidays. Yeah, <laughs> it would just stick well, to the tears on my face as I poured cereal into my mouth. <laughs> I'm okay Matt now, though. Humphrey. It sounds like she just doesn't know how to eat cereal properly. <laughs> <laughs> that is the least that's of my problems. That's why she got fired and had to move in. She couldn't make it in the real world with the cereal eating people. <laughs> Nat Humphrey, Rob Cameron, thank you so much for being here. Let's get on with the show. We're going to start International Waters with a little pop culture warm-up that we like to call What's the Story? I'll be asking our panelists questions about a variety of recent cultural events. They'll be awarded two points for correct answers and one point for incorrect answers that I think are funny. Maybe two or three points for that. I don't know. I'll be honest. Half the time, I don't even actually write down the scores. <laughs> um, since buzzers would upset the uh, barbershop quartet rehearsal going on here in the center of the earth, I'll be asking the teams to come up with a buzz-in word that they believe best represents their nation. Uh, UK, I'm going to start with you and the presumption that you're going to pick googly. Oh. <laughs> well, Nat, are you happy with that, or should we pick cereal? It depends. We can have googly. Googly. No, right. we can have googly. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but I'm happy to yell it. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> googly may be a brand of cereal. If it's not, <laughs> it should be. It should I'll be pretend should. to myself it is. United States, what word will you be using to buzz in? I would say pony? Yeah, we can do pony. Is pony Pony right? sounds yeah. great. That like does pony. mean crap way, over here, but if you're happy to yell it. It means it doesn't. Are you saying that it doesn't mean anything or it, it means, means No, crap. it means the word crap. Pony and trap is Cockney rhyming what? slang. Perf- You're kidding me. Perf- no, no, no. That is even better. But if you yeah. want to keep yelling poo, then, you know. Yeah. Yes, please. Well, I, yes. I would have just chosen poo, but pony is such a better. <laughs> Wait, so if I were in England and I saw a pony and I was like, oh, look, a pony, people would like laugh and high five me. <laughs> <laughs> what if you see a pony while it's ponying? Have you ever seen a pony yeah. pony? Yeah. Or if the pony is smeared in shit. And sometimes they are because they don't have thumbs. Yeah. Oh, so toilet going Wait, can that's be the Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ponies in England do not have thumbs? No. Your not ponies anywhere. don't have thumbs. How do they eat a biscuit? Uh, well, you know? you've got to see it to believe it. It's <laughs> most of our tourists. It trade. is a disgusting show. The uh, UK, you'll be ringing in with Googly. US, you'll be ringing in with Pony. Let's get things started. Here's question number one. In a grossly misguided public relations stunt, makeup manufacturer Bare Minerals hired so-called frat boys to flash signs at female runners at the Washington Marathon. What did the signs say? Pony. Yeah, pony also. U.S. team. You go, girl. 
<laughs> just encouraging messages. Yeah, it just said it's <laughs> at the marathon, smeared in makeup. You go, girl. I just read about this on Huffington Post. The frat, I know that the frat boys are smeared in makeup, or they had signs, the signs smeared in makeup that said "You go." Did they make girl. the signs and then smear? And them some in of makeup? them said "You glow, girl." Oh, oh very oh, good. That is nice. Yeah. No, that's all completely incorrect. Wait, I'll what? give you a point for your conviction in claiming that you read it in the Huffington Post. <laughs> UK, have you got a guess on this one? Uh, camel toe. No. No? That's just that our would default, distract That's me. our default answer to anything. To everything. Any, that's like pass <laughs> for us. If we say googly camel toe, that means we don't know the answer. It's our safe word. They actually wrote sort of weird, semi-ironic compliments like cute running shoes and you look beautiful all sweaty. Oh, my God. Oh. That's really rapey. That's not that bad. I mean, from frat boys. Frat boys, as they seem over here, just seem like out of control, sweating, rapey, disgusting yeah. futures of America. Slash, no, you're right. That's, slash that's correct. Heroes. Slash ledges. Yeah. I was worried that it was going to be some like vague Boston reference. I, that's oh, what I was gosh. in my mind. I was like, yeah. this is the darkest oh, ad campaign well, ever. Yeah. When was the Washington Marathon? Well, speaking of uh, this was just recently, but speaking of extremely dark advertising campaigns and just extremely dark media in general. And uh, ironic sexism, which I don't know if you guys have noticed, is all the rage these days. I love ironic mm -hmm. sexism. Um, yeah, because there's nothing real to fight, so just be silly about <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. You don't like we're it. Gonna, Bitches be cray-cray. <laughs> we're going to play some of the most classic and powerful feminist music of our time, and we're going to ask you guys, in turn, to heckle that ironic music. Uh, excuse me. We're going to ask you guys each in turn to heckle that powerful feminist <laughs> music. Uh, the song that we've chosen is Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Um, and U.S., you're going to be heckling first. But let's take a listen to this feminist classic. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, I don't oh, want to hear what you. you want. Oh, getting with your friends. Oh, I know I'm what you want. You want a big dick is what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I know okay. what you want. Stop, U.S., stop. There's no topping that. Okay, U.K., your turn. You had very difficult personal relationships which weren't actually very supportive. Yes, your, your desires <laughs> come from a capitalist system that was created by men, so actually, really, you're the fool in this situation. You described <laughs> Margaret Thatcher as girl power, which was very, very off. What is, okay. what is a zigazigar? That's, that's poor English, which is a, 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 an indicator of how our education system favours men, so... Okay, oh, in your stop. faces. Please. These yeah. may not be concise heckles, but they're very well thought through. Yes. Please stop. Yes, taking okay. is too easy, yes. which is like you and um, with dicks, like Rob said. Wow. Hum. Our choices wow. Our choices are <laughs> what sounded like a Marxist critique or yeah. you just need a big dick. <laughs> I mean, I would say that uh, I mean, I almost feel like we should give the points to America because it's pretty hard to bounce back from a dick of that size. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Two points for the United States on that round. Here's question number two. 3D printers have caused controversy after software was created to allow them to print what? Pony. Oh, 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 oh. oh. yeah. Pony. Gun. Pony. Yes. Gun. That's absolutely gun. correct. Fucking gun. It's a gun. Googly. No, well, it was Googly, the voice chamber of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, it, it was <laughs> from weird science. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If it was the lady from Weird Science, what are we doing here? That's yeah, not well, controversial. Exactly. That's mega. I'm the only foxy. person who has no interest in the lady from Weird Science. What do I do? The correct answer is a gun. So please remember that the next time you kick your malfunctioning printer and call it a piece of shit. How does that work? Can I ask? How does how do 3D printers? I don't get that. They use tiny tiny globs of plastic. Yeah, it's like what? it's like plastic gas. So okay, so it prevents you from having to carry around a gun. And it allows that being said, a you have to, to carry you. you have to carry around a printer. So I feel like it's <laughs> less yeah. dangerous than Once we're assuming that it's, so if I'm, it's not attached to the printer, Cameron. No, but I. But if you saw Cameron in a dark alley at night and she were carrying a, a printer, printer, you would be like, "Whoa!" I was because like, oh, she could print anything, bazooka. Anything. That's yeah. right. Just you wait till I get a power source. I always say uh, that when I'm in an alley, you, you know. Yeah. Shit out of you. And you got to <laughs> have a nail because you got to put a nail in a gun, haven't you? So it can't get through metal detectors. 
is that as soon as you pick it up and play it ably, you are at least as cool as Boots Randolph, the man behind Yakety Sax, <laughs> a.k.a. the theme from Benny Hill. Uh-huh. Does Kenny G play the sax, or does he play the... Um... He, yeah, he plays oh, like he, a soprano. Oh, I bet he, plays yeah. it in the bar. Oh, he plays the fucking sax, guys. And by sax, we mean woman. <laughs> he plays the shit out of the sax. Oh, we don't mean woman. That'd be no, disgusting. Yeah, shit everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we've mixed our metaphors. That's well, horrible. I, my my truth has been has been mixed with my metaphor, metaphor and it's, and it's gastroenteritis sex. Well, yeah. well, the correct answer to our question was actually Led Zeppelin. What? Who Whoa. declined his <laughs> invitations? Sources close to Clinton described his demeanor after the refusal as quote. Totally bummed, man. Oh. <laughs> but after seeing a sweet blacklight poster, it quickly changed to super stoked, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's get back to the subject of costumes and fancy dress. Please. Uh, a Thank high school God. in Arizona was recently roundly criticized for encouraging students to dress up as what? Oh, uh, oh googly. Uh, pu- UK. Uh, early civil rights leaders. <laughs> Specifically, early ones like Paul Robeson, yeah, Frederick Douglass. Oh, for very early nineteenth like century. Early. I was going nineteen thirties and forties, but yeah, that's well, very impressive. That's, that's the problem with you, Jesse, is that you ignore a lot of the early causes of the issues. For you, that's everyone a good says point. it about you. Just that's all, all the graffiti Robinson. in the toilet says here. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to learn about denying the historical roots of racism in America, call Jesse at. <laughs> <laughs> Meet here at four p.m. for some sweet <laughs> Holocaust denial. <laughs> <laughs> that's incorrect. U.S. Have you got a guess on this one? I was going to say pimps and hoes. I feel like that's like it's, be pimps it's and time hose. for that to be in high yeah. schools. Pimps and hoes is incorrect. What? It ah. Is- it feels correct, though. It is generally the right answer. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to give you a point just for saying pimps and hoes. I'm going to give the UK a point for saying early civil rights leaders, specifically <laughs> uh, Some Frederick combination Douglas. of the two? My mind boggles. Um, oh, yeah. However, Harriet Tubman in stockings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you dressed as this Halloween, sexy Harriet Tubman? Sexy Tubman, bro. <laughs> sexy Tubman. The correct answer is actually rednecks. Students oh. wore mullets, oh. beards, and in one case, a Confederate flag. Oh. Um, I, a very distasteful school-sponsored theme. Wait, what state is this? Arizona. Uh, the good news is that the school is going to repair their image with a new theme next year. Dress as your favorite political prisoner. Perfect. <laughs> This reminds me of one Halloween at my very posh university where one girl had a Halloween party and it was fancy dress and it was white trash. And I said, what do you wear? And she went, oh, you can just wear your clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Fucking bitch. You know what? It was Christina Aguilera's dirty era and I was just very influenced. I thought you were going to say it was Christina Aguilera. I was like, which university is this? She was quite the bitch. It's because her bottom was so cold in those trousers. Okay, here's our next question. Your trousers fall rec- down a lot. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they really fall Find down a belt, all the time. Buy me a belt, guys. Come on. <laughs> it was recently revealed that an American man named Dennis Hope has made almost $9 million selling real estate where? Googly. Googly. UK. Mars? That is very, very close. I'll really? give you a point Pony. US. The moon. You got it. Oh, yeah. Hooray! They're not actually that close geographically, if I'm honest. By the way, England, you're welcome for the moon. We found it. <laughs> you mean the fake moon, right? Yeah. Thanks for that story. Yeah, thanks How you and dare Stanley you. Kubrick. We didn't fake that. Mm. We thanks were for there. the Ghostbusters as well. Just as much good. Yeah, I, I, the, I'd <laughs> take them over the moon. I would take them over the moon, actually. Did you see that thing that a Dutch company is uh, sorting out, like a mission to Mars, like a one-way trip that they want to send, like a load of people to Mars? They will like, never get around go to that. And do, my do dad's you think Dutch. they're it's super baked right country. now? No, I was getting around to that. <laughs> Just, uh, come on, guys. Everyone should go to the moon next year. <laughs> A one-way trip to Mars. I'm pretty impulsive, but I think even I would go, could I go open return? Yeah, but you've got to bear in mind these people from Amsterdam who'll be like, sure, just take a hit on this and uh, tomorrow we'll send everybody to the moon for seven years and never come back, everybody die. Yeah, they'd have a whole new uh, whole new use for space cakes, <laughs> yeah. which I believe is already what those are called. 
Um, Cameron Esposito, busting out some real specific Amsterdam <laughs> knowledge. That sounded like a cop. That like that sounded you like researched? a like a cop trying to drop like, was, like some drug reference. Writing like, it on a message like, board. Yeah, why like, don't you? Uh, who's meeting me at two for space cakes? Where's the party? Yeah. yeah. Probably want to buy some Mary Jane from me, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I do always sound like that when I talk about drugs. It's not. You're not overstating the problem. Mm. <laughs> At the end of that round, our score stands US 8, UK 4. Wow. Well, we can happy with that. that. Yeah, really that's happy right. with We are yes. crushing you. Destroying them. Yeah. Fine. Didn't have four before I came into the studio. Yeah, that's a good it's point. a game. Who would have thought that America... You're never going to get that belt with these rates. What no. am I saying? That's some great trash talk. Yeah, that really is. Good luck keeping your pants up now. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you guys want, a big dick. Yeah, with the belt on it. Belt that dick, am I right? Belt it up. Put your dick in your belt. (laughs) You're you're demonstrating your sophisticated (laughs) understanding of dicks, Cameron. Well, actually, technically my- Belt that dick. Belt that (laughs) dick, bro. Technically, my dick is on a belt. That's 100% true. (laughs) Speaking truth about my life. Oh, that tickled me, everybody. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's me, it's got very moist in it's here. It's very hot in <laughs> Now we're going to play a game we're calling Porno or Pixels. In this round, contestants will have to decipher whether the dialogue they're hearing is from a softcore porn film or a video game cutscene. To win this game, our players will have to have a keen ear for stilted dialogue that no one really cares about anyway and that people wish there was a skip button for. Let's have the first clip. Are you threatening me? You bet your pretty little ass I am. Pony. U.S. Pixel. I think Pixel. I must warn you, I am highly trained in martial arts. You think Pixel. I think Pixel. What do you think? I do not think so. Wow, you think, okay. The women don't. Yes. Um, that sounds like that you, sounds like a movie that I've masturbated to. Uh, oh, so you're into like danger. You're I've into threats. I've definitely watched that movie in a hotel room. So when you say that sounds like a movie that you've masturbated to, you think that's a scene from Avatar? Yes, I, that's definitely Avatar or E.T. Or <laughs> Wally. <laughs> Wally. But what, what could be the threat? In that in that it's scene, it's just the tone of her voice. The the, the, I think the, the bad threat, acting. The threat is someone's fingers going into someone else, isn't it? Oh, okay. I yeah. thought maybe it was going to be failing a test or something. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, that matter. does sound like, like porn. If it's, like the dialogue, like a... the dialogue in bad porn movies is irrelevant. Like it's really the tone of it's the intent behind there, which is like I'm going to put my finger in your butt. So you're just saying that that aroused you. Yeah. Okay, I gotta be honest. I'm really bluffing and out of my depth here. I've never seen porn in my life. So I what? That's not never, true. Never, never, You're all that's so not true. can't be true. That's... Even when you lived with your parents, you didn't watch porn with them? <laughs> <laughs> You're amongst friends here, Nat. You can tell us. I never have. And now I've reached 31 and I think, you know what? I could probably just push on through to death. No, I, I don't think you should. I really think immediately you should leave the recording and go watch <laughs> some porn. I think it's just important that you see it. I'll get some or up on my phone now. Or watch it in the booth. Yeah, watch it right now. Get you it know, on That's okay. I can bluff my way through this. It's like you and drugs. It'll be fine. Mm, that's some good p- pornographer, these. Uh, f- as far as that clip goes, Rob was correct. Softcore pornography no. from the 2004 classic Suburban Secrets. Suburban Secrets, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. my God. This sounds really like very soft and gentle porn. Like This is quite a good way the- to like ease me into this. Yeah, you can watch. Also, I think the threat is probably revealing the secrets in the suburbs. Now I get it. This makes so much more God. sense. So it's emotional backstory, not sex. Yeah. Yeah, I'm jumbled with yeah, this. There's some talking. This, yeah, this is like this. Do you do they have Cinemax in England? I don't cinemas? Know. We've got cinemas. We're not animals. Cinemax. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. That we don't. Channel. We don't animals. It's a channel we have that's the sister station of HBO, and at night all they show is softcore porn. All right. Oh, that's what right. Channel 4 used to show when I was a kid. Yeah. And they would show confusing European things. There's a there's a whole industry here of just making these really crappy, and, and it's not even real porn, you know, that it's just like kind of like they they act like they're having sex, but they're not really having sex. Okay, because yeah. that was going to be my question. What do you, What is the dividing line between uh, some um, softcore and some hardcore? Like the, hardcore the difference between hardcore tears. and softcore generally is showing an erect penis, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I uh. think that might be right. 
Um, sure, I think showing so. actual insertion. Yeah, I would say penetration. <laughs> Thomas, yeah. our our engineer here in the United States gave me a very serious nod when I said that, yeah. and then the old O with one hand, point with the other hand, penis <laughs> and vagina <laughs> symbol. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's going to be the penis and vagina symbol. Well, I'm glad if if this podcast answers one question, it's that. That's yeah. what we can all go away knowing. You're welcome, posterity. Yeah. <laughs> Here's clip number two. Nice work, Sheriff. How did you know? Googly. You've got your brother's eyes. Curses. UK. Yeah. Soft porn. And I can taste the elderberry. You're absolutely correct. So proud. So proud. <laughs> Basically, there are a few key phrases. You know, it's it's softcore <laughs> pornography is like Commedia dell'arte. It is a, a very <laughs> elaborate... <laughs> Uh, intricate symbolic system and if you say to anybody you've got your brother's eyes what that basically means is I'm going to jizz into those eyes at some stage (laughs) (laughs) see that's funny because I you know being like a connoisseur of action movies I just assumed he was actually holding that was what I assumed she was like holding the physical like it was a an outtake from Minority Report or something that one got me too (laughs) brother's eyes I thought that was a video game scene for sure wow I thought that was like a zombie game you could not be more wrong that was definitely softcore pornography and I appreciate that our new poll quote is softcore porn is like (laughs) Commedia (laughs) dell'arte what movie do you know what movie that was that that film is from 2000 it's called The Virgins of Sherwood Forest yeah Oh my! Yeah. Oh, like sort of like a stealing from the rich and then you know fucking the poor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Interestingly enough, it does have a little bit of Il Dottore on Puccinella action. Yeah. For fans, (laughs) it really that is a deep cut. Commedia dell'arte. Okay, here's our next clip. Whatever happens out there, I'm going. Oh, pony. U.S. That was so fast. That's a pixel. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a video background game. music. Yeah, totally the background music, yeah. and there's too much production value in just the two words that I heard. <laughs> yeah, like well, there's, I can already tell that the sound quality means that's a video game. You're absolutely correct. The voice of the first character sounded like a computer, as in like the character is a computer. And although there is some qualo softcore porn involving computers, <laughs> including. <laughs> Gigabitch. Gigabitches <laughs> one through four are off the hook. But uh, I was pretty confident that was a computer game. Is, in fact, is it from, um, what's it called? Mass Effect. Yes. Yeah, I am did, telling yes, your mum, Humphrey. Bonus point. This is, oh. Wow. That's amazing. Bonus wow. point. He has probably masturbated to Mass Effect. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh God this small Commander studio Shepherd. feels extremely small right now. I have spilt a lot of hours over. Commercial. I'd like to get out of the booth now, please. It's very that is a Mass Effect. Am I right? That's a Mass <laughs> yeah. Effect? Okay. That had a Mass well, Effect on me, right, yeah. ladies? Yeah. Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> we'll show you later, Rob. Uh, here's our next clip. Your turn, Barbie. Yes. This Good is pony. exactly the opportunity US. I've been waiting for. Come on, baby. Let's make Daddy you proud. You can say it out loud, Cameron. I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this Go one. Because I thought it was going to be Pixel, but then when they started talking, then they said, I like, think it's Barbie. Porn. I, think I was it's like, porn. this is porn. I think it's porn. So I think we. Pr- I think it, I had a, a change of thought during the... I'm going to go with porn as well. Incorrect. Ah! That's from the video game Devil May Cry. Ah. What? I've never even heard of that game. Well, welcome to my world. I haven't heard of anything that's going on the last 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) This may as well be all in Russian. I have no idea what you're talking about. What's crazy is that when you lived with your parents, you had the perfect period in your life to fully invest in both of these uh, forms of entertainment. (laughs) traditional Mm -hmm. uh, pastimes of the people that live with them. (laughs) My house is quite small. (laughs) Is that a big game, Jesse? I'm not familiar Devil with that. That is a pretty popular game. It's kind What's of a, it it's like an anime game, isn't it? Oh. It is. Bonus point. Thanks very much. <laughs> yeah. It involves a lady with a sword, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, all right. I'm back on board. <laughs> all right. It also all sounds right. like if it was a porn, that that would be the saddest porn of all time. Like, if that was the name of the p- Devil May Cry. Yeah. Oh, poor kid. She yeah. didn't want to even be there. Get her out of there. <laughs> Get you know? her out of there. I always feel like I have to save them. I have a savior complex. <laughs> <laughs>
At the end of that round, the score stands US 10, UK 7. Okay, this round is all about numbers. I'm going to give you two facts, one about the U.S., one about the U.K., all thoroughly researched from, well, basically Wikipedia and some tabloid newspapers we found at the doctor's office. (laughs) Um, You need to tell me if the first figure is higher or lower than the second figure. Mm. So guess both answers, then simply do the math. Or as a British person would say, do the mathematicification. UK, you'll go first because it's kind of like your game show, Play Your Cards Right. Everyone else, feel free to be the moronic heckling audience and yell out higher and lower as though it's helping. Okay. Please don't actually do that. Um, higher. Remember, is the first one higher or lower than the second one? Okay, UK, the percentage of Americans who believe aliens have already visited Earth, is it higher or lower than the percentage of British children who, when surveyed, couldn't say where eggs come from. Aliens oh. or oh, eggs? Higher so or lower? That's like all of our detritus against each other. Because <laughs> children oh, are stupid. I don't children know what you... And also you would not think an egg comes here. out of chicken's ass. You would never you eat it necessarily. But also because Americans... I think like alien is like... Aliens are like the American mythology, aren't they? Yeah. They kind of, that's, it's like their version of history. Them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You know, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull did pretty well domestically. Boffo B.O. in the U.S., but not so Oh, great yeah, well, Stonehenge has also done well in your country, all right? Boom. Y- oh, stay down. Serving some Burned alien you. justice. <laughs> Humphrey, I do enjoy your use of variety speak, which yeah. is the American Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, it basically <laughs> is. Boffo B.O., and the other one is told ya. When deadline. you go to America, you start like Joss Stone, and we will all bully you when oh, you get yeah. back. I'll never be allowed back into the country. Mm-hmm. Jesse, what was the second category, just for my clarification? The first was the percentage of Americans who believe aliens have already visited Earth. Yep. The second was the percentage of British school children who don't know where eggs come what? from. Well, so it's what, like 100% what's... against 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we all answering or just the no, UK? No, just the UK. Mm. Good luck, guys. <laughs> I would say, in the interest of carrying on with our lives at some point, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that more people think that aliens have already come. Yeah, me than... too. I think You're so. absolutely correct. Yeah. The answer is higher. 33% of British children weren't sure if hens lay eggs. 36% of Americans think ah. aliens have visited Earth, including Rob Hubel and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know that they visited Earth, and I also love Crystal Skull Vodka, so there you go. <laughs> USA, this is your turn. Your first number, the percentage of UK males who are circumcised. Is that higher or lower than the length of the average US penis in inches? The percentage of British... Okay, I got it. All right, well, I think like the average American penis is like five inches long. So uh, is it more? Wait, what? Is, what? Is it, five? I think it's like five inches oh, long. No, I know you have oh, a huge or small no. dick. Depending, is it personal oh, to say you an expert no. on this camera? No. Well, like I when you—that's why I don't have any personal investment in it. So that's why I'm the best person. It's true. You of, can look at this scientifically. Yeah, it's, I, I don't, don't give to a be shit, nice and say know? I'm yeah. emotionally. Let's cut to the chase. Measurements of Rob less than and Jesse, how big are your dongs? <laughs> they won't put them away. They've been out the whole They've time. Been swinging. We've yeah. been swinging our dongs the Swing, whole time. Swinging, bouncing. Bit Come of free on. dong swinging. So wait, so the number, the amount of inches versus a percentage, yeah? Yeah. What's, Hang on, aren't we looking at like 40 Is inches? the percentage higher or lower than the number of inches? I think the, that are uncircumcised. That are circumcised. That are circumcised. Oh, I think it's I think it's more our circumcised yes, percent. Yes, I agree. So You're absolutely higher. correct. The average U.S. penis size... 5.1. What? Oh. Come the fuck on. Cameron, how did you get that? The percentage of UK <laughs> males who are circumcised 15.8. Wow. Wow, I'm, that's I'm actually I'm way one of those 15.8. You're They're welcome listeners for that. 84%. For an extra piece of information, I've never seen a foreskin in my life. 80 <laughs> I like to make Jewish mothers like me against their better judgment. <laughs> That's so what I like. Eighty-four percent are not circumcised. Yeah, I that's true. Guess that, yeah. Cool bastards. Got to wash down there so you don't get infected. You really, guys, you really got to wash. I'm telling you. Seriously, I'm, I'm I don't. Know. I don't. I can't stress that. <laughs> you know, 
Enough. I just let it Rob do is it a wants. doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I play a doctor do. on television. On the Wait, television I'm show sorry, Children's we Hospital. We need to give just a, another we need second to, go back to, to the fact that I guessed within a 0.1 inches the average American male penis it's size. Amazing. As a I lesbian. Just, I don't is there know. anything else that How you're disinterested you... in that we should go to you for <laughs> yeah. answers on? Were you made to be a lesbian because you knew too much about men? <laughs> yeah, well, that's like, what You must it is. go to the other side now. You know all the secrets. Yeah, yeah. I've already mastered. The, yeah, there, was no, there was no... You figured it all yeah, out. Yeah, there was I no chance anymore. Guys, there was a right. great movie in uh, in Cameron's special skill to be able to judge the sizes of objects. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. some sort of crisis. Like My Independence skill. Day, when it's like, how wide is that aperture in the alien <laughs> craft? And Cameron's just like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Oh, so... You- you're... Like Jack Reacher, when they're always like, get a pen, write this down. He goes, I can remember it. And we're like, yeah. oh, Jack Reacher's really good at remembering phone numbers. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, like we're getting worst, my pants off now. Just like that. <laughs> the worst Marvel superhero. I was just going to say. Just they knows like... people's dick sizes by looking at them. <laughs> get the out of the way, four inches. <laughs> the emasculator. She is never welcome at parties. Yeah. <laughs> four, two, bends to the left. <laughs> A dog leg right. <laughs> Par four. <laughs> UK. Hello. Is the number of years that the average Briton spends watching TV over the course of their lifetime higher or lower than the number of times over the country of Ireland could be populated with Americans who claim to be Irish? <laughs> uh, oh, these are some big one. numbers we're playing with. This is like the budget. My stepmother is Irish. Of course she is. Born, of course. Born in Ireland. Born in Ireland. Oh, I can hear the twang in your voice there, Jesse. I can hear a touch of the old Irish there. Anyway, what was the question? Anyway, the question was um, that we all spend a million hours watching TV and everyone in America thinks they're Irish. Yeah. Which of these two big numbers are the biggest? I was in uh, America for St. Patrick's Day this year and well done, America. You disgraced we yourself yeah. real hard. It was great. Where were you? Where, where in America? I was were in you Los Angeles, where you are now. Mm. I was a bit oh, that's not even the thick of it. Count. That is not Chicago the thick of it. Like where it's at, isn't it? Chicago is that is where New I'm York from. Is big too. They dye the river green. Yeah, that's amazing. In a way of hurting the earth and also celebrating peeing on everything. Yeah, which is what happens on St. Patrick's Day here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a glorious thing. Um, I think it's it's hard to say because we we we. Uh, I think I, I read somewhere the other day that we re, we watch like six or seven years worth of life, uh, television in our lifetime oh or something my like God. that. Uh, that. I was reading David Sedaris this morning and he was saying uh, in their house they had to change channels on the TV using an oven mitt. I'm <laughs> like that as well. Like my poor TV, it's so overused. I, mean, I would say, can we have a bonus point for the fact that uh, Nat was reading David Sedaris? I mean, that's quite fancy, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, guys, I just... I'm a thinker. I Do you was, have an answer to the question? It was when you question? were Sorry, porn. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was jerking it this morning. And, uh, and <laughs> I, while I was doing that, I read uh, somewhere that I think, I think, uh, surely, on, surely we, uh, we watch TV. We, we must watch more uh, years worth of television in our lives than, than people could repopulate Ireland. But there's so you many You are absolutely Americans. correct. Okay, oh. then ignore me. Ignore me. <laughs> average Britain spends nine years what? of their life watching oh, television. Yeah. The number of times the country of Ireland could be populated with Americans who claim to be Irish is seven. There are seven times as many people who say they're Irish in the United States as there are Irish people in Ireland. So a couple of them are lying. Yeah, some of them some may. Of them might some of it might be, be ginned up a little bit. Yeah, but a then little. I could be some some mixing of the of the blood. You know, it could be that. Mm-hmm. Well, Spreading actually, out the old case in point, genealogy. Cameron, you you have a Scottish first name and a, yeah. a, a, like Spanish surname. Well, if you're doing an show Italian. about it, you'd say, "What's that all about?" Yeah, and your poster, you'd look quizzical. Yeah, is that right? Esposito <laughs> is, is is Spanish. It's actually it's Italian, uh, Italian. in my case. Uh, it's the same root as like there are uh, Latino or Hispanic people with my same last name. But I am, uh, yeah, you're right. Scottish Scottish last name for my first name, and Italian yeah. last name for my last name. It's a very fucked up. You guys uh, love using I'm Mexican. surnames for first names. That is so know- you. You like it more than guns. <laughs> Cameron's big opening line is. I know what you're thinking. 
Did Elvis Presley have a baby with Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. What? People go, I Just, don't know who, what are you, I don't, what, you, what you haven't even used? said who you are. I yeah. don't even know your name Cameron yet. Esposito, is that? What, <laughs> is, oh, about? I, okay, that's your name. Hell, I don't know. Okay, uh-huh. U.S., this one's for you. The percentage of Americans who think Barack Obama is the Antichrist, is it higher or lower than the percentage of Britons who attend church okay metaphorical antichrist or actual antichrist do you you... i mean actual antichrist well this has also recently been bumped way up because of the bible tv series you know they they Mm -hmm. the person the actor that played uh satan looked exactly like barack obama yeah in fact it was barack obama it was barack obama Yeah. yeah Plus, I totally don't think that English people go to church. They don't no, at all. We don't. Yeah. We really don't. We're still drunk from Saturday. We're not going to church. We'll puke in the yeah. font. Oh, this is a hard one. You've got to pick. Okay, I would say the percentage of people who think Barack Obama is the Antichrist is higher than the percentage of Britons that go to church. Incorrect. What? Wow. But Whoa. it is distressingly but close. 13% of Americans believe the president is the Antichrist. 15% of Britons go to church regularly. Oh, wow. yowza. Look at, those, look at that, that number. 13% of Americans actually believe that he is, not that he's a bad guy, not that he, not that they disagree with him He's just a nice guy in a bad that, situation. Yeah, you know, his mom's yeah. a drunk and his dad's a killer. That's who he is. Yeah. He's the Antichrist. That he is the Antichrist. 15%. You know, I though, you I guys... will say that would only be true if it was 66.6%. Then we would know he definitely <laughs> then was. Then we would know. Then we would know. <laughs> Can That's I give you guys tell. another British run fact? Please. 18% of Britons are country veterinarians. You're kidding me. James Harriet back again. Yeah, he's Starting back. the show and I can't believe I'm coming back James up now. James Harriet Rex in, <laughs> yeah, in Yeah, well, episode. you know. Okay, UK, here's one for you. <laughs> Your first number, the percentage of British men who say they sit down to pee so they can text with both hands. <laughs> is wow. it higher or lower than the number of pounds of cheese eaten by the average American each year? Mm, I love oh. cheese. We're eating cheese, cheese right yeah. now. And this isn't even the kind of cheese that's made um, with all the English uncircumcised dicks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, it's in a can, that's, is it? By the way, the grossest thing I've burn. ever said. Burn it's on really them. really gross. No, it's Pretty not. Gross. No, burn on them. Burn, um, burn them. So, right, I think, well, <laughs> okay. I love to sit, I have to sit down to pee often because uh, in our old country, we have very low ceilings in a lot of buildings and I'm very tall. And sometimes I can't pee without sort of bending over backwards. I don't think you're representative. I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I'm not a man of the people. No. I can't stand people. Um, I think think Americans eat more cheese. Guys, we're super fat. You know that, right? Like everybody in this country. Very fat. I'm not trying to sway you because I don't want to get this wrong for you, but we are fat. Come on, we've seen the documentary. It's the average American, isn't it? So you have to factor in Gwyneth Paltrow, who is like minus. No, you don't. There's a lot fewer Gwyneth Paltrows than there are those people on the mobility scooters (laughs) when you can't even see the scooter anymore. They, they're just like levitating jelly. Yeah, yeah. Or wherever they were from originally, and they got they were in The Simpsons. They were yeah. great. Those two fat twins with mustaches on mopeds. Loved them. <laughs> Loved them. Where are they now? Make your choice. Okay. I choose cheese. You're right. absolutely correct. Cheese is more. Twenty five percent of UK men in a recent survey said they sit down to pee. The average American eats thirty one point four pounds of cheese. A year. No a year. way. No I way. I told you we were fat. We're fat. I think fat. I eat more cheese than that. 31 I love cheese. pounds? I can, I can kind of believe that. I eat a lot of fucking cheese. I love cheese. Yeah, let's not, I love let's cheese Let's not rip too, on cheese, but... guys, all right? Just yeah, okay. Cheese fancy, isn't the enemy. Not all fancy media assholes. You know, the, the common man loves cheese, and I love cheese as well. Here's the last question in a <laughs> round. This one's for the USA. The percentage of American adults who are divorced. Yes. Is it higher or lower than the percentage of Britons who watched the last episode of The Apprentice UK? Okay, well, 50% of marriages end in divorce. I think it's even higher than that. And But then people would be married more than once or something, or, you know, something like that, so... I feel like it's I feel like it's divorce is higher. But what do you think? The, U- the UK loves The Apprentice. Oh my God, Not like do. you guys love cheese. Slam. Oh, you will not slam us. 
Um, <laughs> they, I think they just did slam you. But if I say they will not, then <laughs> it doesn't count. From this point forth? It doesn't or? count. It, no, they can keep slamming us, but as long as I say you will not slam us, it doesn't count. Will yeah. you get burned? I'll get burned. If yes. they slam you, will you get burned? I'm vulnerable to burns, yes. <laughs> okay. And Street facials. Bubble. If they say <laughs> facial, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, like a cucumber wait, can facial? I, face job. Can I ask a follow-up <laughs> question on this? Yeah. Wait, The Apprentice, and this is this is literally true. Who's that on is it? Donald Trump's show, yes? Yeah. No, no, Alan, no we oh, stole, yeah. We Trump stole first. that. Trump first, yeah. then show. Anything that anything that we like on TV, we stole from. So who country. is who are they apprenticing? For over example, there? coupling. like a bootsmith. Assholes. We we have a guy called the uh, IT crowd. <laughs> Alan Sugar, who is our sort of Donald Trump equivalent. Ah, he is a okay, businessman, but his, the only business he really um, makes really is Alan Sugar dolls. Since the success of the Apprentice, he's like the snake eating its own tail. Yeah, he's only what successful. You, what do you call Yulmungand? What do you call uh, the Shark Tank there? Like the Dragon's Den? Oh, Dragon's oh, Den, yeah. yeah. yeah you call it the Shark Tank? Shark Tank. We oh. stole that. Well, yeah. I mean, we don't it, have dragons here. I was going to say. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 sure. It's the, that's the difference. <laughs> we got a lot of sharks. That's yeah. why we don't have knights and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. They no just dragons. be unemployed, yeah. drinking, eating right. cheese. <laughs> or out there in the ocean fighting sharks. Yeah, you can't put a knight in the ocean. Their outfit would rust. like a rock. Yeah, I mean, they're, so, di- that's they're, why. they're all right in the shallows, knights, but once they get beyond, <laughs> right. out of their depth, It's really the horses who hate it. What's yeah. the average <laughs> size of a shark dick? Does anyone know the average <laughs> Well, size? what's, like, the length of a, like, the, it's, it's equivalent to the average length of a man's forearm. Of a human forearm. Yeah. Oh, so Cameron's like, like men measurements deck. again. Yeah. She's just good at this. She's dynamite on I'm this. I'm just, I'm oh, great. I, who else wants to know? Turtles, okay. pretty big penis. Turtles um, have big dongs? Yeah, they do, yeah. What's your answer? All right. Okay, maybe it's actually. Let's go the other way then. If it feels like I don't know. What I, you, you know what, I'm Cameron? In your I eyes. defer to you because you nailed. You've been. Oh, on a so hot much streak. pressure now. So now I streak. just don't know. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it's higher than more Americans are divorced. Divorce. We're gonna go. With you divorce. are absolutely correct. See? Although it is very, very close. Eleven percent of adults in the U.S. are divorced. Wait, eleven percent? Okay. I thought it'd be higher than that. Yeah, ten point three percent of Britons. Watched the most recent season finale of The Apprentice UK. I feel that reflects badly on all countries involved. Yeah. At the end of that round, the score stands USA 16, UK 15 and a half. Wait. Oh my God, we're pulling it back. This is exciting. They're oh, within a half this is a tense. Point. That matters. Oh my God. No, it's like the that kind of don't, we get, don't we get a bonus point for talking about shark dicks? <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not. All right. Oh. Okay. Well, well, then why do I even know that? I thought that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought that was, for it. that's what I was saving that for. This episode of International Waters brought to you by donations from our listeners at MaximumFun.org slash donate. And by IFC presenting Marin, the sitcom based on the real life of comedian Mark Marin. He hosts a podcast. He tends his cats. He has a cranky dad. He has a hard time relating to other people. He asks a lot of people, are we good? It's all on Marin, Fridays, 10 p.m. on IFC. You're listening to International Waters with the scores very nearly tied. We come now to the final round. The winner of this round, of course, receives 1,000 points, making all of the rounds up to now completely pointless. This game (laughs) called... In defense, each team will have 60 seconds to leap to the defense of a cultural force widely considered to be bad, weak, or in some cases, sucky. The best defense, as judged by me, will receive the points. UK, I'm going to give you the chance to go first. You will be defending Margaret Thatcher's funeral. Despite slashing vital public services in the name of austerity, the British government spent 36 million pounds on an elaborate state funeral for the controversial ex-prime minister. UK, defend Margaret Thatcher's funeral. Begin. Well, uh, Margaret Thatcher's funeral was uh, a vital uh, system. It's like the methadone to the UK's heroine of the Olympics and the Jubilee last year. Last year, we had a series of rad parties where everyone came to visit us and were like, oh, my God, 
Britain's brilliant. This is cool. Look at all the pageantry. People are running, throwing, jumping, swimming, doing all sorts of things like this. <laughs> uh, it, they're really good at it. And what? look at the Houses of Parliament. Aren't they nice? And then this year, we had nothing really to celebrate. And we did Diana uh, real well. Oh, so my God, we, we thought, smashed You know, Diana well, let's the take park. those skills and let's put them towards something we like a lot less. But yeah. what the fuck? And we sort of got a few, you know, we had some leftovers from Diana's party. Yeah. You know, there uh, were some we, tears still unshed. Yeah, yeah. And we rented the deck. And the kegs. The and that keggers. bunting ain't going to sit around forever, is no, it? Sir, right? No, sir. No, sir. Hell no. And so we just thought, let's have a big old public celebration of the death of someone that is widely loathed in this country. Because it's always nice when an old person goes. <laughs> yeah, you go, you know. right, That's time. That's time. The mortality works argument. Closing <laughs> it out for the UK. For the U.S., you'll be defending Las Vegas. Once a playground for the likes of Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack, it's now a slurry of all of America's worst stereotypes, including fanny pack tourists, giant corporate logos rendered in blazing neon, and $100 tickets to semi-racist puppet shows. U.S. team, you've got 60 seconds. Defend Las Vegas. I mean, I don't even think we have to say anything. I, I mean, what? <laughs> it's bizarre that you think having all of the worst parts of America at once is a bad How thing. How dare you? That is the How selling dare point you? of the place. Like, you for should instance, be defending yourself. Yeah, Jesse. you should. This I mean, isn't about Las Vegas. This is about you. It How could, dare you? But you. But if you can't hack it in Vegas, <laughs> like if you can't take in, like first of all, if you're not into, into Mr. George Wallace's Twitter, what presence, happens in Vegas which stays originates in Vegas. there. Also, tons of great Cirque movies. Have scenes there. Blue Man Group. One time I was traveling with the circus through Thunder Las Vegas. From down under. And a group of competing circus performers <laughs> had Showtime a trick show off gigolos. at the pool. And we were staying at Circus Circus. Legalized two circuses head to head in a circus themed hotel. That's the best place in the fortunes. world. Every limo is a Hummer limo. Every limo STDs. provides a Hummer to the people Hot in the parties. limos. That's time. <laughs> That is time. We're a great team. Terrifying. Terrifying. We tried to turn it on you. Time. We tried to attack. Make you question yourself. It was a classic yeah. sort of attack ad, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Thorne wants you to believe that Las Vegas needs defending. Yeah, are your families safe? I just want to know. Like if you're not into Las I, Vegas. I appreciated I appreciated the UK's argument that the funeral for their controversial leader was actually a sort of rebound party, <laughs> an opportunity to every, for everyone to get drunk again while they were still hungover from the Olympics and something called the Jubilee, which I presume involves adding fruit to Jell-O. Uh, <laughs> um, and I, so I like, She's your I queen like too, the really. central... Yeah. <laughs> I like the central irony of uh, roughly five or six billion dollars being spent on uh, the funeral of a woman best known for cutting the government. It was three and a half million pounds. And we weren't using Which it is anyway, just for hospitals. <laughs> uh, but I have to say, the last 60 seconds had me questioning my own assumptions, questioning <laughs> my own morality, and frankly, questioning whether I was fit to lead. And for that and you're reason, not. you're not. I have to give the final decision to Rob Hubel um, because I don't think I'm qualified to decide who was who, who did the best. You just job. give us our fucking oh, thousand wow. points, okay? A give thousand me my points thousand to the U.S. I misunderstand this game show. <laughs> A thousand points to the U.S. and that makes them our winner. So for this week, Hooray. at least, <laughs> the United States. And their leadership at home and overseas uh -oh. make them the best country oh, no. in the whole uh, wide no. world. Uh -oh. Perhaps they can celebrate by rebooting a movie franchise, only this time it's gritty. Jesse, I've got to tell you, okay, uh, uh, and this is something that the people of America need to hear. In about 1860, the UK won a podcast quiz show, and we <laughs> You embarked. said you weren't going to bring it up. I know. Well, we embarked... Are we back to the historical roots of racism? Yeah. <laughs> well, we embarked on a program of uh, global conquest that was great at the time. Listen, it's fun. I get it. I understand. You want to project your power overseas. That makes sense. You know, you've got... <laughs> we took David Beckham. Yes, him. although France you has him now. borrowed him. Oh, that's right. And that's he was right. starting to look a little bit old anyway. 
but <laughs> take that. Burn. Burn on you. <laughs> he's I not, suspect he's receding. Poor old Dave Beckham, he's not here to say no burn. So it, ha- it has no to <laughs> So it counts. So then it actually counts. How big is David Beckham's penis, Cameron? I bet you can just tell just how I look. Yeah, you know, strangely, it, it uh, varies widely depending on whether or not uh, Victoria's around and he's playing soccer. While he's playing <laughs> soccer, it's, an, it's a strong eight and a half. Uh, when Victoria's around, shrinks down to a three. Ooh, oh wow! Dumb. Yeah, it's like it's like he's in the water. You know that kind of sure. uh, situation. As as sharks, as big as a shark. It's as big as a shark. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Jesse Thorne, playing Cameron Esposito, Rob Kubel, Humphrey Carr, and Nat Lortzima. Our engineers, Thomas Matisic in the U.S., Stuart Barnes at Guildfree Post in London. Our theme music, USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Our thanks to them for letting us use it. The script, written by Jordan Morris and Sarah Morgan. Our producer, Colin Anderson. We'll see you online at MaximumFun.org and next time on International Waters.